so yeah, we're inside the northwest corner of the Big Apple in Colburn. Um, the brewery was established uh, two and a half years ago, so we're still fairly new, but making some nice headway, especially with word of mouth on the cottage crowd that passes by um, weekly. And uh, we use all Ontario juices and product. Um, anything we do flavor with, for the most part, is either an organic concentrate or real deal product, like the grapes um, we were talking about in the True North. The almond cider is just literally crushed almonds. Gatsby uses the cocoa powder. Yeah. Um, you had that uh, collab with the Gatsby. I mean, obviously the cider, is, or the, uh, the chocolate's right next door. Is that something that, you know, you get people coming through and saying, oh, I got this idea, that idea, and you, you sort of take it? Or do you leave that to your, uh, your was, headmaster and yeah, let him do all that? Yeah, the brewmaster kind of had to, um, that was a funny story, actually, because once the uh, sugar fermented out of Gatsby, it was actually left a little bit of too much bitter cocoa taste. So that's when we needed the, uh, the chocolate flavoring to bring it back to a more palatable Interesting. Uh, cider just to smooth it out a little bit you know sure. kind of like baking without sugar it's it's no fun by the time the sugar's gone yeah <laughs> so and you, you just came out with one today tell us about what came out yeah, of the, the bat. so oh honey is a new uh, um, bottled into our 341 size so it sells at 350 just like the other blends that are to mix in a six-pack it is flavored with honey just honey and apples and it's quite a nice light refreshing cider how long would that take to you know go through the whole process Generally, it's everything occurs within about a month. So depending, um, obviously, if we have some issues with the space, because we do get lots of blends going at one time, um, we can use the glycol tanks to calm the process down until it's uh, more reasonable to get the bottle, bottles in here. As you can see, we're not a very big operation at all. So once we start sliding skids of empty bottles in, it's uh, it's a little tight. Um, so why don't you walk me through what you have here and what they do, the different tanks. Oh, sure, okay. Um, well, I don't know all the technical specifications or anything, but they, we generally start in, in the bigger tanks here to mix. And then um, this is our new toy actually too. So this is a, a one-step filtering machine now. So before when they had to use the, uh, the paper medium and keep changing the medium to force the cider through, this one does it all. So it's huge time saver, <laughs> saver huge. Yeah. Um, the brewmaster is just ecstatic with this one. Toys. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. So then we uh, transfer over to these three tanks here are all, uh, we can refrigerate. Obviously we've got to cool down to, to um, carbonate. And then the glycol liners, like I said, uh, will slow or stall the process if, if they're happy with the uh, alcohol levels. And, of course, the tasting that goes to the LCBO for, um, you okay, hon? Yes. Did you hurt yourself? Oh, I thought you turned your ankle over. Uh, um, what was I saying? They, they go to the, uh, the LCBO. Oh, yeah, the of course. Yeah, well, I'm sure everybody has to, so that, um, that just sort of sits until we get word back that, yes, everything's in line with what we say it is and everything and the uh, the levels are all proper and whatever. We do use sulfites in all our ciders um, just to keep the sparkle for the most part. That doesn't seem to bother people. I don't know if you heard in your experience how um, any places that don't 
I'd say I'd say ninety five percent of what we've come across has them in it, yeah. right? Labeled properly, which is what everybody asks for. And then if they have that sort of uh, issue when it comes to reacting as a local, they know. Well, they know mostly know that sulfites are in pretty much every cider. So yeah. we haven't really come across that as being a big thing. Some of the more like supernatural or some of the older world stuff that you get uh, coming in import is maybe a little bit different, but even those mostly have uh, the sulfites added yeah. to them as well. Just seems like it's part of the standard process for it. Yeah, like a necessary evil more or less, right? I've only had several, like I, I'm literally a handful of people like walk away and not make a purchase because yeah. the sulfites are there. I think it's more a curiosity thing. Um, and we still do get the odd uh, Brit come in and wants uh, some scrumpy, <laughs> which is... Sounds pretty chewy to me. It sounds like maybe the Guinness of the cider world. Am I far off on that assumption? Is it? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's, it's definitely its its own sort of category, as you would say for ciders. Yeah. So I've and never there, had it myself. There's only there's only a few that are making it in the area, right? So uh, and since you're at the festival tomorrow, you might have a chance to sneak out and grab one or two. Yeah, right? I hope. So. Yeah, I hope we have time to get a break and. Yeah. scooch around the um there's a few i want to check out there. if i remember correctly there's uh, a break in the middle of the day when they yeah, switch from the morning to the uh, and then everything sort of calms down and everybody goes and chats with each other so there's a good oh, time great. there yeah. and it doesn't open till five for the vip session right yeah. so there's there's a bit of time there and then earlier on i think they said they were letting people in as early as seven and if you're set up then wander and go visit others and try some yeah, others great. so so you do all of your work here, and then you bottle in-house yes, as well? Yes, we do. And then your bottle process uh, includes, you do the, the little 355s, and then you do the larger sort Correct. of winish style 710s yeah. or whatever they are. So there is a monster, well, it's not a monster size-wise. It's probably about the, the same scale as this. I think it holds three two-fours as they're washed and, and go through. It scares me to death, so I, I like walk past it like this with, if I don't have safety glasses on and it still freaks me out. We do, um, me and my, my team here do the, the 750 mil bottles, and it's just in, um, we can do four, fill four at a time, so it's a smaller manual setup. And then the cork and cage and everything, that sits here. We share the bottling with um, Wapoos, so it goes back and forth as required. And barley days. Might, might as well use it rather than having sit, right? So, and it's all about sure. the economies and the ability to get what you need done. So, uh, do you bottle and uh, ferment and do all of this all year long? Or is there like sort of a lull at some point? No, for the most part, we have inventory of the juices ready to go. Um, we have, yeah, pretty consistently, I would say at least once a month, we're taking something off. And then you get all of your apples locally sourced. All Ontario, yes, for the most part, yeah. So Clarington's about what, 40 minutes away from here. Uh, that's where we source the juice, it'll go more juice. I guess some of the other things that I'm wondering about are uh, the system that you bottle here. It's all bottled and it's all available here at the top. Do you do kegs or casks for uh, restaurants or events? Absolutely, yeah. We have licensees from uh, West End Toronto through to Ottawa right now, um, Kingston, Port Hope, Coburg, quite a few in Toronto. And how does that process work with getting your name out into sort of into the crowd? Is is there 
uh, a lot of, you know, you have a rep, I'm assuming, who mm-hmm. goes out and then has there been like positive reaction with regards to, oh yeah, we know who you are, that type of thing, or do you still have to sort of sell a little bit? Um, no, for the most part, people that, uh, well, in today's technology, obviously they're Googling us if, they, uh, if they've had uh, the cider in a restaurant and then make sure that for the most part, hopefully most of them are stopping by for um, their home consumption on the way through. For the most part, this is a huge stop between um, Toronto and Kingston or beyond. Montreal goers, Ottawa, so they make and so handy, right straight off the highway. So yeah. it's an easy off and on to to stop by and make a purchase. Because we do, the, it's it's funny. Some days you get a lot of curiosity and just some samples and no purchase. And then, like when my cottagers come through, they're just grabbing hand over fist, packing it up. Let's get it to the cottage and keep going. So it's. There's a lot of people that don't bother with the tastings anymore because they're familiar with all the product or the ones in particular that they love. So. Yeah. What would you say is one of the bigger challenges that you've had being in the facility here in the space? Um, for the most part, just getting visibility is huge. We put, uh, I, well, let's put it up right now. The black logo for the premium craft is on this door, but then as soon as we get transports, parking in the parking lot people aren't seeing it from the highway and that was a big oversight for trying to get obviously the signage up where people um, can visibly see that the brewery is here because they're not sure physically where it's located I think inside or out of the building Um, the other problem is the long going uh, our ongoing people that just come strictly for their pies in the front door to the pies out the front door gone again so hence my the signage, the new signage get, there. Yeah, hung yeah. up and Excellent. big arrows everywhere to let them know what's going on. And staff-wise, what does that consist of? How many people? What are their <laughs> yeah. roles in general? So I've got um, my students over the summer. I have three. And I've just now just nicely hired on two full-time for over the winter. Excellent. So that'll get everybody some days off and keep it going because it, it does really... Weekends are still pretty consistent regardless of the weather, you know, or the seasons. Uh, And I guess my final question is, is there anything you're looking forward to in the next little while uh, with regards to the business and and what's going on? Yes, I've requested... Anything you can tell? (laughs) I've requested a mold cider to come out for the fall. So I don't know what kind of, if it's going to be more nutmeggy or cinnamony, but uh, some definite heavier cozy notes to it, so... Hopefully, Amy, our brewmaster, will cook some of that up for us because I think that would really move for, for especially fall, you know, then into Thanksgiving time. Yeah, especially the the war, the ones where you can even have it warmed up, right? Exactly. Would be, uh, and I've had a few where, yeah, they're really surprising. They're that they're very yeah. good. So I'm looking forward to see well, that. She so. doesn't disappoint. So I'm I'm sure uh, as long as we can fit it in the rotation here, uh, it should be a really nice one, and I'm I'm really looking forward to that one. Thank you so much. Uh, Good luck at the uh, festival tomorrow. Thank you. i probably see it, I hope. Pop by and see us again, too. And then I'll know what we're tasting.